Welcome to Sober Doc Coffee, a weekly coffee chat sharing experience, strength, and hope for anyone on the sober road to recovery. You can download Sober Doc Coffee weekly on all podcast platforms and check us out on Instagram at Sober Coffee Podcast and on Twitter at Sober Coffee Pod. To learn more about us and to help support these sessions, visit online at Sober Coffee. Here are your hosts, two guys on their own path to recovery, Mike and Glenn. Let's join them at the coffee shop. We're in an expanded coffee shop today. Do you hear that? Do you, do you feel yeah, the buzz? I, I get a different sense, man. I just, I just I feel know. it different today. I know. I, I love feel like, it. I, love I it. feel like my voice is lower today for some reason. Well, how you doing? How you doing? Man? All right. I'm from Philly. How you doing? Hey, and our, our production team's doing great too. They uh, big shout out to Brian Audio Hive. Audio Hive, Chicago Land. Yeah, keeping us uh, keeping us grounded. We appreciate it. Pretty soon, get the snow shovels out, right? Yeah, you know, let's not even go there, you know, because somebody right. could be listening to this in the summer of 2022, and they're going to be like, "What? What, yeah, what are these huh? guys? What are these guys drinking?" Totally, man. So we're in a new coffee shop today, right? New, yeah, yeah, new. kind of expanded. Sounds different. Yeah, it sure does. We still got the corner table, though. I love it. Uh, I love the corner table, and I understand there's some video cameras in the room. So, oh man, what look in the out! World? Look out! We're going to a whole new dimension. No, yeah, totally. So, yeah, you were pretty pumped about getting together today, right? Yeah, totally. So, uh, you know, just to lay a foundation, we have no idea what we're doing. We just no, come, we don't. We just come in the coffee shop and we chat about sobriety and we chat about things that have worked for us, our experience, strength, and hope, um, and then things that happen along the way. Right. right? Um, and, and part of what we do is we happen to have, again, we're not good at it, but, but we're out there. We have an Instagram account. Woo-woo. Uh, Is my mom following that? You know what? Is she a follower? Let me look. I don't think so. Yeah. I think she needs to step it up. Um, I got sisters, too, and a brother. Well, tell them to to come on. I know. know? We need traffic. Yeah, so our um, handle, I guess, or Mm -hmm. or, 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 or our hashtag on the Instagram is sober.coffeepodcast. Sober.coffeepodcast. Right. That's Instagram. Right. So, you know, I was... um, I was on it yesterday, and it just just hit me. I was thumbing through, and and we follow some really cool people, and and some really cool people follow us, and we get engagement and whatnot. So one really caught my eye, and I I said, hey, let's just just talk about this today, Mm -hmm. right? Um, So just full transparency, I reached out to to this person Mm -hmm. um, and and got their permission to kind of highlight, right? Now, Uh, is she a... Is this person a podcaster? Or? No, no, no. She is just uh, out there on Instagram. Okay, uh, clearly a a sober focus. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know what I thought we'd do is just kind of walk through her post. Okay. And and the reason why this hit me is in my morning meeting yesterday. I go to a seven a.m. meeting every day, and 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 this girl who you know. We, we care for, we know mm-hmm. very well we care for, she relapsed. Mm. And, um, you know, we, we've talked about that, you know, for a second. You know, I felt sucker punched, you know, because, you know, I don't want that to happen to me and I don't want that, that to happen I don't to want others. It, anybody. Yeah. Right. You know, so, so I, I'm, I'm just, you know, for me, I instantly want to give somebody a hug, mm-hmm. right? But then that fire alarm goes off for relapse and, and how dangerous it is. And we've talked about, we've had people pass away from relapse. Mm-hmm. Um, they just didn't make it back. Um, <clears throat> you know, so that really got me in that zone. And then I read this post. Mm. Okay. So this, um, and, and she, she said that we, we can share. So uh, her name on Instagram is Your Sober Pal. 
Your silver pal, okay. P-A-L, mm-hmm. and her name's Laura. Okay. Okay, so a couple things, um, like like her, her title says, uh, she goes, if I had a pickle for every time I started over, you know, I could garnish every burger in America. Huh. Okay, so I think that's kind of cute. <laughs> that so, cute. So she's, you know, um, you know, super cute, super cool. A lot of it's focused on, on sobriety. Um, you know, a lot of memes, I guess, what they call it, a lot of sayings, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and another one that, that she posted really caught my eye. Um, she says, I don't want to stop drinking. What if I lose my sparkle? Mm. And That's then, legitimate. Totally. Mm-hmm. And, and I've thought that, and you've thought, sure. we, we've talked about sure. that. I'm like, man, what happens if my genius, so, so-called self-professed so, genius, right. right, my ego and my lack of humility, you know, what happens if I lose my genius mm-hmm. if, if I get sober, right? right. Well, then, so she, she, has a pic, she has a picture. Mm-hmm. I don't want to stop drinking. What if I lose my sparkle? Mm. And then the next picture shows a picture of her like totally trashed Mm -hmm. beat up you know and it's like here's my sparkle right right so you know really cool she's followed by a lot of people she's got like thirteen thousand followers she's done almost 500 posts right um so oh another one she did and i'm just goofing off here you know prior to her real post that i want to highlight um but you know i just showed you one it says hey i snuck into an aa meeting thinking i'm going to you know, see a bunch of weird people. Right. Right. And then her next couple snapshots are like, you know, hey, here's so-and-so six months sober. She runs this in the fashion industry. And here's this, you know, person. They hiked over these mountains and, and just really cool stuff. And that's what we find in right. the room. Oh, yeah. I, I remember first walking into, I thought, what am I, what am I walking into here? <laughs> and uh, now now others are and walking And then you hear in laughter. And that's like, right. Well, well, that's when I walk in the room. Yeah. I, you know, you hear laughter, yeah. right? So. Well, What's happening? What's going on? Right? Yeah, so, it's good stuff. <clears throat> all right, so here's her post. Okay. Um, and I've got it written out. Um, so it says, hey, um, so it's your sober pal. Mm-hmm. Here I am with Eric Weiner, hmm. the author of one of my all-time favorite books, The Geography of Bliss. And then in parentheses, she said, which I've read at least eight times. It is hilarious, and I absolutely love his writing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, just a little sidebar: the book is the like the subtitle for the book is "One Grumps Search for the Happiest Places in the World." All right. Okay. So she really digs that. That's one of her favorite authors, right? Okay. Gotcha. Next line: I should also mention that I am totally hammered. All right. Before this day. I had managed to string together a few weeks of sobriety. But as we made our way to his book tour stop, I thought, this is such a unique, special, once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Surely, I must celebrate with a glass of wine. Mm. I thought. Mm -hmm. Love those thoughts. So next she says, so I stopped at the restaurant next to the bookstore and ordered an expensive glass of Pinot Noir. Always starts fancy. We deserve it. Mm -hmm. My whole body tingled as the bartender poured that glass of wine in front of me. That familiar glug, glug, glug music to my ears. I felt like it was reuniting 
with an old friend. I ran my fingers along the glass, then held it by the stem and swirled it under my nose, taking in the scent. I'll drink it slow, I thought to myself. Then I took the tiniest sip. Oh my fucking God, that is amazing. I savored that glass slowly like a lady. I was so proud of myself. Since I did so well, I ordered a second glass and drank that one slow-ish too. Once that second glass was done, I decided it's a special occasion. I'll order one more. When we got to the bookstore, I was pretty buzzed. And as soon as I saw Eric on that podium, I got starstruck and decided I needed just one more glass of wine. Just one more. So I scurried to the little cafe and purchased a plastic mini wine bottle and chugged it. Needless to say, I got smashed. When Eric was doing meet and greets, I stumbled up to him and asked for a selfie. I don't remember much about our exchange other than he was so kind and he didn't know what a selfie was. Lots of laugh. I drank to enhance the moment and instead I tainted it. I feel like I took a fresh, beautiful painting and smudged it because all I can recall is a blur. I woke up the next morning so angry at myself. I drank my wine slow. It was supposed to be just one more, but isn't it always? Mm. Man, it hit me because A, you know, we were focused on relapse that morning and it it hit me because I had done it so many times. Mm -hmm. It wasn't that author. It certainly wasn't Pinot Noir, Mm -hmm. but it, how she described that feeling and how she justified. I mean, I have been down that road so many times. Yeah. You know, there were so many elements I connected with um, and just the whole process of, of the relapse. Right. And the way she walked it through, you know, the thought like you, you paused after that. I thought. Right. And that's where it all starts. Oh, my gosh. It all starts the with the thought. And then, then the justification, and then the lure, you know, the the sexiness of it all, and then the rush you get from it, and and then the chase to get more of that same rush, and then the slippery slope, and you know, you go from a fine wine glass to a plastic bottle, you know, you end up in that in that under the bridge environment. You're just guzzling, uh, you know, for for guzzle's sake, and uh, and then the remorse. And yeah, I mean, I could just so relate to that. I've I've walked down this path, like you said, insert different names, different authors, different liquors. I've done it. I've been there, and and it's it's tragic because it's almost a rinse and repeat once you're in that cycle. Yeah. So she had a lot of comments on it. Right. Mm-hmm. She had like a thousand people, you know, quote unquote, like it. Mm-hmm. But you know, a lot of comments, and it's like, you know, a lot of. I can totally relate. Sure. You know, so it's not a, you know, it's not a unique situation. I mean, I can, I can recall exact situations where I thought the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. Just one. You know, hey, I'm going to see Google Dolls. Ah, you know what? I just, just one mm-hmm. to take the edge off. And here I am mm-hmm. hammered again, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and it did it, you know, did it again. 
Right. And the shame, hate, self-remorse, all, all that stuff. Oh, all of it comes piling <clears throat> in. You know, but I love, she, I love how she put it at the very end. Isn't it always, you know? Um, and again, those comments that she has on that post, man, it is I can relate and we can relate. So, hey, your sober pal, Laura, just a shout out to you. Thank you for sharing that. Uh, it's a great to kind of step into your world for a little bit here and share it with others. Uh, really appreciate you and appreciate the opportunity to share that. And man, what a reminder! What a right? reminder! It's out there. It's out there and it's waiting for us. Play the tape. Yeah. It will. It, it's the same thing every time. All right. Wow. I'm really glad she shared that because again, I, you know, I can so relate and, you know, but I'm sitting here thinking, Glenn, what what would I have done? If I find myself in the same scenario, which wow. I have, you know, yeah. what do I do now? What What are some things that that our community can kind of grab onto? What are some of the tools that we've learned along the way? You know, I thought of a couple as 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 I was listening through her story, a couple of things that have helped me. And you know, the one the one thing, you know, this is kind of a trick of mine that I don't know that I kind of learned. I learned by example from other people. Mm-hmm. No one really told me to do it, but I can't hold a cup of coffee and a glass of wine in the same hand. No, you cannot. So, you, you cannot. Know, I always have a liquid in my hand. And yeah, right, well, it's always, well, well, it's well, always well, coffee. Let me ask you that. So yeah. what, what would you do in that situation? Would you have a cup of coffee? I would have walked out of the house with a cup of coffee, a bottle of water, something in my hand mm-hmm. as an alternative. And because I'd have to set, I'd have to proactively set that down and grab that that glass of wine as sexy as that sounded to me i would have to i would do that but having something in my hand so you'd have a plan i'd have a plan absolutely and that was my i'd have a plan before i walked out of the house you know look i'm going to meet him this is probably going to be a a celebratory time for me i know that's a trigger for me you know what i better i better be prepared for that um and you know maybe i'd call you and say hey i got an author Yep. Love to go see him. You know, I know this is going to be an environment for me that I can get trapped in or triggered in. Glenn, what are you doing this afternoon? Can you go meet this author with me? That that was And then the last thing uh, is what you, I think you said is, you know, it's probably not the first time that this happened to her. Probably not the first time that it would happen to me. So play the tape all the way through. I know that I'm going to end mm-hmm. up from a fancy glass Absolutely Pinot right. Noir to chugging out of a plastic <laughs> bottle in a bag. Yep. I just know that's going to happen. Yeah, that's certainly playing the uh, tape. And yeah. and yeah, you know what? It's you know as as we have talked in the past about different tools. You know, planning is certainly one of those tools. Planning right? is big. Yeah, and and just knowing. But then, you know, we would have talked to our sponsor, you know, or we would have talked to each other and say, hey, man, I got this going on. You know, yeah. let's, let's do a check-in. Right. You know, and it's those, it's those highs and lows, you know, like the story in the big book about the guy that goes on an accounting conference. Yeah, right. Um, you know, and, and all of a sudden he loses another week. Right. You know, he's going for a good thing. Well, do you think a sponsor called, like, so he calls the sponsor and says, I'm going out to a convention for a week, right? I've got to mm-hmm. go there for work. You know, uh, the way I the way the way my relationship with my sponsor works and the people I work with that are my sponsees is <clears throat> and I'm stealing your line, you know, it's read your own label. Right. And so my question to the guy going out to a conference is, are you sure you're up for this? Mm-hmm. Are you sure you're up for this? Do What's you have to plan? go? That's right. Do you have to go? Do you have to be there? <clears throat> Number two, you know, what is your what is your plan gonna be when you walk in that room and there's a mini bar? 
what what's your plan? Mm-hmm. Are you going to get a different room? Are you going to stay there? Are you going to call me? Just what's your what do you That's think all the you're going to do, man? That's all the planning. Right. Knowing what walking through the situation, sure. Knowing what you're going to come up against. I mean, I'm sure she didn't know that nice little restaurant next door, you know, right. with, with the wine. But sure. you know, I mean, I I was caught off guard many times. Oh, absolutely. <clears throat> until I started to plan. Right. So right. you know, you look at sports teams, and and they spend the whole week in front of a game, football in particular, and they watch game films. They understand the opponent. Yep. Right. They don't just go out and go, oh, we're playing. We have no idea these guys rush the quarterback. No, they know they rush the quarterback yep. from the right side. You know, they're prepared for it. So that's a great story, great opportunity to tear that apart a little bit and say, what would we have done from a defense standpoint? What would we have done from a tool standpoint to be able to get through that experience? What I have found, and I shared this in the room yesterday, I have found that we can get through any situation without having to take a drink. We just got to take a program with us. We got to take some tools with us. Right. You know, so we, we can get through situations like that. It doesn't mean we always need to sit on the sidelines and just not live life. Uh, maybe for a period of time. Right. 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 Maybe we're cautious about where we go, mm-hmm. you know, with, with a couple of weeks or a couple of months sobriety. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, I've seen people get through and I've seen myself get through any situation in life without having to take a drink. That's right. That's right. But so. in, in Laura's defense, you know, I could be there. I could be there tomorrow. And and a lot of people criticize me for saying that. You shouldn't leave the door open, Mike, and say that you could that you could be well, writing this post tomorrow. Well, that's why you do all tomorrow. the stuff you do. But that's because why you it. could do it. Yeah, I could do it. Right. I know I could and do it. And if you don't do stuff, it right. increases the chances that you will do it. That's right. Love you, man. I oh, love it, man. All right. All right, brother. Thanks. Have a great one. All right, bye-bye. bye-bye. Thanks for joining us for today's Coffee Chat. To contact the show, email us at podcast at sober.coffee. If you need immediate help, the AA hotline is 800 800- 839-1686. The National Suicide Prevention Hotline is 800-273-8255. Remember, Mike and Glenn are sharing their own journey on the path to recovery. Any suggestions, medical or otherwise, are their own experiences and should not be viewed as professional advice. See you next week, and remember, there is a solution. Stay safe in the city of Chicago.